You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group. Welcome back to Lux Life Discovered. My co-host today is Shannon Richmond with the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. Hello, Shannon. Hi, Rick. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome. And our guest today is Russ Klinger with Reed's Jewelers of Pier Park. So, Russ, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, having us. We, um, we have a lot to talk about with you because when I came into the store and introduced myself, we realized that we had a connection and that was Memphis. Mm -hmm. So tell me about, tell the viewers what your Memphis connection is, a little <laughs> background about yourself because you've kind of hit a few spaces along the way. Bounced, bounced around a little bit. Uh, uh, came out of uh, Northern California, ended up uh, working as a young man in Reno, Nevada, and an opportunity came to move to Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, moved to Memphis, uh, spent uh, uh, several years bouncing around uh, uh, several different careers, uh, ended up in the uh, diamond and gold business simply because it, uh, it provided an opportunity to help people. To, right. to assist with uh, something that uh, uh, was really lifelong, um, had done insurance before, had done other businesses, entered into the, uh, the diamond business simply because every time we do our job, every time we, we handle a moment, it's a life moment for our clients. And that's what it's all about. And, you know, when you move into careers, you move into things that you want to do, you want to look for something that is redeeming. Uh, and uh, when I came with Reeds, uh, I found my moral compass being in the right direction, in the right place. That's, and that's great. What, uh, that Reed's made Jewelers... it easy. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. So uh, you've been here since you came during the pandemic we were talking about, right? Well, or... down to Panama City Beach. Now I I ran a store with Reeds in Mary Astor prior to okay, that. So we came oh. down we came down in uh, in 2018 my wife and I and uh, lived in Navarre for for a year uh, worked at the uh, the Mary Astor store okay. and uh, Reeds Mary Astor uh, at Santa Rosa uh, Mall and uh, this opportunity came available down here be during COVID because the uh, previous manager chose not to come back. So came over. That's and, a problem. Yeah, well, well it's a, <laughs> a problem and a blessing. And, yeah. and an opportunity <laughs> yeah. because yeah. Uh, this 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 mall, this store, this market down here is just absolutely amazing. Uh, All right. Let me ask you this too: being in a like a tourist area, how has that been a challenge for you as a now the manager of a local joy joy company that you know we have so many people in and out. Absolutely. How does how does that affect everything? It's uniquely different. Uh, uh, in a typical market, we focus that market on the peak holidays of Christmas, Valentine's, Mother's Day, and then the down season in any other market is going to be that summertime. Well, here in in Pier Park in, in Panama City, once we get through with Mother's Day, we have a couple of weeks, but we're still right at that time dealing with and, and working with uh, spring break. 
And That's spring break that. brings that pre-summer uh, crowd, albeit a lot of gold chains. A lot of young men, yeah. But also during the summer, it, it sets us up and prepares us for a completely different clientele that is uh, uh, transient. They, they come in, they're here for maybe a week, maybe two weeks, and they go on home. So uh, we have a, a wide range of products that are able to suffice because we, we do diamonds, we do bridal, we do uh, a very large business in that, but we also do a lot of fashion jewelry and we have some peak brands that are amazing. Uh, we have uh, uh, Doves by Duran Paloma, we have uh, Shy Creation, we have uh, Roberta Coin, which are uh, 18 and 14 karat gold, yellow gold, white gold items that are just absolutely amazing. And many of our items are beach themed. And, and have that, uh, okay. that vibe that we have here on, on Panama City Beach. Which is perfect for someone visiting that loves Absolutely. the beach. They can take that to the memento back. So, yeah. Absolutely. So do you guys custom design jewelry as well? We do. We do. We have, uh, 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 in fact, uh, of my staff, five members of my staff right now are uh, uh, diamond designers. That uh, We can take everything from a, a napkin picture to a photograph and, and wow. rebuild and design anything our clients like. What, what would be the most challenging, do you think? Is there like a piece that stands out that was like the most challenging to, to bring to life? Not really. The most challenging part of it would be time. Okay. Would be because uh, everybody has an agenda. Everybody has yeah. a timeline. One of, one of, the, one of the, the initial questions is, what time frame do we have? When is your date? Do you have your date? <laughs> yes. like I want um, this exquisite <laughs> And, and the challenge there is, is on a simple detail, eh, a week, two weeks, you know, is absolutely within reason. Um, if it's an elaborate design that uh, requires some CAD uh, uh, design and a lot of diamonds to be placed, that could take as much as six to eight, maybe even 12 weeks. Wow. And that's a, that's a challenge. So timing is a challenge, and especially if we have that transient business coming yeah. in and out. Yeah. So I'll tell you a story you might not know about okay. Reeds. So um, I'm on a board for a nonprofit beach care services, and we went to Reeds, and we said, we would like to find something that we can auction off to raise some money for the charity. And they're like, let me think about it. They call me back the next day, what if we custom design a piece? Mm -hmm. And I said, really? And I think that's before you guys were really doing a lot of custom things. And right. they came up with a beautiful dolphin with a birthstone in there. And it was so popular. I don't know if you guys still carry it, but you were carrying it in your store after that event. They did. They they uh, had a couple pieces made, but I've seen that piece. That's, yeah, that's it was an amazing gorgeous. Piece. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And that has to make you feel good when you hear that something you guys created, a custom piece, and meant so much to the organization and to, to the Oh, without a well. doubt. Yeah. And, and the, the impact that it has, especially with the receiver of it. Oh, we raised a ton yeah. of money with that piece. When we That's told them that we yeah. got it from Reeds and then you had it on display at your store, people were going in. And then I was told that you guys had to make several others because the people that didn't win wanted <laughs> it. <laughs> That's and, always a good good result. Yeah, yes. and we've had that happen a couple of times. So it's, uh, we did a, a a little black dress event a couple of years back, and we okay. had an amazing little piece that was sent up to it for them also. That's so um, nice that you guys did that. I mean, you here you go to the charity and let the charity raise a lot of money. And that's uh, most recently we did. Uh, we have a, a, a warriors retreat that we donate items mm -hmm. for, um, and then there was a uh, event at uh, uh, Blue Heron that. Uh, 
uh, generated some interest. We had a gift bag that was produced with that. Not necessarily a custom item, but we do a lot of a lot of giveaways in our market just to, to let folks know that, that jewelry is one thing, but it's a participation in the community. Absolutely. Right. Well, of course, this will air after the bridal show, but you guys are giving away the Groom's Brand Prize for oh. the SG Bridal yes. Show Sunday. Is it a but secret? That was a Bulba watch, and it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful watch. Yeah. It's a it's a wow. beautiful beautiful Bulba automatic, uh, uh, twenty two jewels. Uh, and it's it's and Bulba, the history with Bulba is amazing. But uh, they uh, have been a quartz manufacturer for some years, uh, and kind of stayed away from that automatic line. Uh, although that that's part of their origination, and they've had that history. Uh, this piece and the line that they've come out with with their automatic watches is just absolutely amazing. That's exciting. Yeah. What kind of watch are you wearing? I have a Breitling Super Ocean. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Don't show my husband. <laughs> he does need to come in and see. <laughs> well, that, um, so tell, we were talking before we went on, on the air, a difference between like a jeweler, you have, and you taught me something I didn't know. <clears throat> the, you have the jewelers in-house that sell, the jewelers that create, and then there are jewelers that do like custom pieces and correct so explain that a little bit because i'm sure most people and typically when they walk in they can just right yeah. so so we have um uh, in retail sales in our retail business we have a couple of positions that are available that uh, that service our clients uh, one of the positions obviously is the person who greets you when you come into the store that's the sales professional that's that uh, uh, that is a jeweler uh, they are a diamond professional. They're a watch professional. They're a, a, a they. So they have a background to know. They have a yeah. Oh, so, without a doubt, yeah. the, the background to know what needs to be done, how to size your ring, not physically how to do the sizing, but how to size it, how to measure it properly, how to uh, uh, inspect it to make sure that there's no stones that are loose, or if a loose stone does come out, how to uh, instigate the process to get it serviced and get it fixed. Then there's another position that is an independent jeweler, a jeweler that actually works underneath the scope with the torch and the equipment and fixes those and sizes those. So those are, <laughs> and that's a, a it's it's a big misconception, but they sometimes are one and the same. So many people and individuals that own their own stores started out as a jeweler and have designed their own merchandise and produced it there. Our family jeweler, uh, uh, which is the, uh, the owners of Reed's, uh, William Zimmer family and uh, Alan Zimmer, who owns the company right now, um, they started out with product that they produced themselves. Wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, That's interesting. Yeah. And we still, in, um, we still uh, have several pieces of the uh, Roberta Z line in our store that, uh, oh, really? that we feature right there at the very front. They're absolutely stunning pieces. So even though, Re how, how many stores do Reed's have? Is That's that... That's a great question. The, the count uh, varies depending because we are opening. We've uh, opened recently in uh, Ocala, and we have another store in uh, in uh, Brandon, uh, Florida. Um, we own several Pandora stores. Okay. Uh, the, uh, Pandora in Destin, we own wow. as a company. Um, we have opened as partnership with Tag Heuer a couple of uh, uh, boutique stores, Tag Heuer boutique stores. So that number is going to so. range very between 80 plus to 87, depending on what store's been completed and, and the status of it. And, wow. we're, and we're opening more. We just opened a store in Valdosta, Georgia. Wow. So, okay, that's interesting. I, I didn't know about all the, I was thinking maybe a dozen, 
I had no idea. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, so here's, here's what a lot of folks don't know. I had uh, 76 plus years. Uh, 1947 is when we started um, uh, the, out of uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And uh, uh, the, the process that we do with our stores is trying to have something that is able to service most of the communities. But the communities that we have are on the East Coast, down here in Florida, across the Panhandle. We have stores in Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, have a store in Kentucky. Um, and as of right now, if I, as I understand it still, that uh, we are the country's largest family-owned jeweler. Oh, okay, I've been tooting that horn all day yeah. long. I was going to say, it is a family-owned, so that's why it I was family thinking, owned. when you think that, you think... A couple stores. Yeah, you don't think about it as being right. as, as right. large as it is. So, right. Yeah. And, and so we have the, the capability to service most anything that uh, any client that walks in our doors, we have that capability to, to service most anything that comes That's in. interesting. So you can create it, and then you have the designers that can bring that creation to life. Absolutely. Um, a neat little story. I had a, a client call me from Arizona, and she had seen a, a ring, and she wanted this designed, and I got out a pen and a little little actually it was a napkin <laughs> and, and I drew it on the napkin and took it to my jeweler and, and we worked together for a, a couple of weeks to get a CAD design and a digital image of it and, and that's the process we do a digital image get the approval from the customer and uh, that then goes into a, a, a wax mold and that wax mold is then cast um, we get to pick and choose the diamonds the size of the diamonds the placement of the diamonds the quality of How the diamonds cool it is and it, it's to see that process from its infancy from from you know the the imagination to its conception to uh, finished product is is so rewarding knowing full well that that ring is going to be worn and and handled by that client for the rest of her life Right. And you know what I like about that? How you pick the diamonds and the quality. So if somebody didn't have this high-end budget, but that's what they wanted, that is correct. you're still able to make that for them. Absolutely. <gasps> Absolutely. We're able to put it in. And, and sometimes the imagination says, let's have it big. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily <laughs> is her hand going to right. match that size. Right. So we're able to scale it down and, and fit and match the the item to the individual. Mm -hmm. to, but when to you match. like to make your finger bigger, sometimes the match which is in your mind. So, so, and that, and that is the thing. I had a client one time, he, he came in and uh, he was a, uh, a Mississippi Highway Patrolman and he came into my store and he wanted the, the most beautiful, biggest diamond that he could find. And, and he bought his wife this, <laughs> this one carat uh, diamond, round diamond ring. And um, she came in to have it sized, pulled me along to the side, and she goes, can you help me convince him to get something else? This diamond is bigger than anything my grandmother has ever owned. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to wear it around the family. And we did. We found, and she was just a little itty-bitty thing. Aww, she was, wow. And we found a, a nice ring. He was, in, he was in agreement. We found a nice ring that matched who she was and what her personality was. That's great. That, and, that, that and, is, yeah. and that's the reward that you get. It's... Yeah. it's uh, and, and one thing I tell all my clients and uh, everybody that comes into our store, when we, when we develop a client, we are their jeweler for life. It's a lifetime of a relationship. And it's a relationship not just with her, but yeah. her family, her friends, her kids. And, and we've had those family members come back years and years and years after. Well, that's important, too, because when you're making it, it's an investment. Yes. Right. And so... <laughs> You want somebody that you know is reliable, that's trustworthy. It's gonna that will be Absolutely. there, and not you know be there for one season and right. then they're gone. <laughs> that's so, correct. Yeah. yeah. See, like I was telling you, my husband just went into the store in, in Panama City Beach in Pier Park, and he walked in, and they're like, "Hey, Steve, 
How's mm-hmm. Shannon doing? He hasn't been in there in a year. Yes. And they still remembered who he was yeah. and what I like. Yeah. That was <laughs> the most important thing. That's the thing. <laughs> but they still remembered him. They still remembered me. And they right. still remembered kind of what I, I was looking at at the time. Absolutely. That's, Isn't that, that so nice? That just looked, was warm and fuzzy. That, and isn't that what it's all about? Absolutely. Don't you? Don't, when you go in and do business, isn't it about knowing somebody and yeah. having that, that the warm and fuzzy, or the warmth, that that yeah, ability really. to say, I, I'm comfortable now. Yeah. And that's what we try to do. We try to have everybody that walks into our store be as absolutely comfortable as possible. Yeah. It well, was awesome. think about it. Every aspect of your life that you deal with, every business, it's with those that you know appreciate your business yeah. and that you have that relationship established because if they're rude to you, if they don't have time to, to you know, deal with you, you're not going to go back to them. Without a doubt. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So let me ask you a big question because my wife had seen a commercial recently or heard one on the radio, but it was talking about whether you wanted your lab diamond or a real diamond. <laughs> a what? A lab diamond. And mm-hmm. she's like, all right, explain that to me. I'm like, I don't know, but after but we'll talk Friday, about it. I mean, yeah, so after Friday, I'll be able to do so. There you go. What, what, what is that? What explain so, the difference? And so as we all know, um, it uh, a natural diamond is mined out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they dig a hole. They find where the diamond is at. They bring the diamond out. And as it comes out, it looks like a, a, a piece of glass that's maybe just worn down uh, that's been on the beach for a number of years. Um, and then they figure out what that diamond's supposed to look like, and they map it out and then cut it. Um, that's how a natural diamond comes up. But they have to mine it. They have to find it. So there's a lot of resources and energy that's expended to pull that diamond out of the earth. When we're dealing with lab-grown, and the key there is lab-grown, not lab-created. Lab-grown, laboratory-grown diamonds are seeded from a natural diamond, and then having the chemical composition, the pressure and the heat, replicated and they grow it um, much like in vitro fertilization for a child you have a you have that for a diamond. Yeah, I know. it's like our mind is being blown it, i know it <laughs> is um, and 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 you end up with with a yeah, these very... are the women smoking the cigars <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, but in and and there are theories there's 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 a concept that and, and understand to get a one carat good-looking diamond takes 10 carats of rough diamond that may have some gray or black. Uh, So so you have to take this huge rock and get this little, little bitty beast. So when you start looking at diamonds that are two, three, four, five, six carats, um, they're very, very rare. And, And exponentially, there's marks in the diamond. So exponentially, that mark in the diamond, if the diamond is larger, that mark has a tendency to be larger also. So as the diamond gets larger, that mark has to be smaller. Therefore, the value and the rarity of that diamond increases exponentially. So um, when you're dealing with laboratory grown, we have the ability to pick and choose. We have the ability to... make it perfect. And well, nothing's going to be perfect because it's still part of God's creation. It's still part of the creation. Um, There is an environment that has been developed that, that is enhancing the ability for that diamond to grow on its own. You still have our diamonds growing, but it makes sense. Well, yeah, look never... at the crystalline structure. Yeah, so sure. everything has an, an at the atomic level has a, a crystalline structure. Um, so as it grows as a crystal, 
and it's in the environment. Can you understand? They're, they're using photon lasers right out of Star Trek. <laughs> photon <laughs> lasers. They're using a lot of heat. They're using the, the chemical compositions that, that make up a diamond, and then they grow it out of that. But it still takes a large amount of rough to cut a quality center diamond. It's just now all this is done with technology and lasers, and they're able to cut them. And yes, they do cut them perfectly, but they're not always perfect. We right. have some flaws. We may have some color in them. So laboratory-grown diamonds are treated just like a natural diamond. They have a grading report. They have the, um, the four C's, as you might say. Yeah. So, okay, if you're cutting, like, to get that center stone, mm -hmm. what happens to the excess? That's cut away. That's a great question. So depending on where the diamond comes from or where the, the source diamond is, the quality of the excess, if it's good quality, can go into other jewelry. It can go okay. into fashion Like the jewelry. little chips yeah. and things? Yeah. Okay. Um, you've seen or heard of black diamonds, yeah. gray diamonds, brown diamonds. Those for years and years used to be pushed off to the side. Right. Now, they're, well, now, yeah. now there's a process. You can uh, irradiate them and hit them with a bolt of radiation and have whatever color is sourced in it come out. Seriously? Seriously. I have black diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an interesting... Yeah. Because I know <clears throat> I'm, I'm wanting to do a concept shoot for my event company and I want a black or a brown wedding dress. Ah. So this is kind of making me think in jewelry. Black diamonds. Do something yeah. different. Yeah. Heck yeah. So yeah. I can do yeah. We may have to partner on that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to. We can customize anything for you. All right, you. great, great. Well, that um, that's interesting because I never knew about that part. So when she asked me, I I figured it was something grown in a lab. But really, you saw well, that part? Well, I just saw it. If, mean, if they say lab grown, you you assume you know your mind thinks it. But I've never thought, thought about how. Well, me either. So. I didn't know how they did it. So it was and what's totally... interesting is is that its DNA is that of a diamond. It will test as a diamond. It uh, really? they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Wow. So where where do companies do this? Like uh, that was my next question. Yeah. There there are several companies that do it, uh, and they're they're all over. They're they're in the states. They're in Europe. They're they're there's different locations, various. So do you stop the growth when you get the size you need, or do you let it keep growing, or do you, when you start to grow it, you know what it's going to be? The, you know what it's going to be. It's going to okay. have a pattern of growth over that period of time that okay. it's going to grow, and then whatever the the process is of pulling that out. Um, again, it's it's a rough diamond. It's a you know it's diamond quality, but it's rough, and they still have to go in and map it and cut it and, and meticulously get it down to what it's supposed to be. So if you're wanting a carrot. For example, a carrot diamond. How? What's the? How long does it take to grow that? Generally, that a, there, there's a so a natural diamond is any is as we see it about half a billion years for a natural diamond. For a lab grown uh, diamond, could be uh, anywhere from uh, eighteen weeks plus. Seriously, that quick. That window is very short. Wow. eighteen weeks. Yeah, exactly. So price wise, um, are they again? When you're looking at a diamond, it's all about the quality. Right. It's all about the color, about the clarity, about so really how it's cut. So how long it took, and you're looking at overall the quality. You're still looking at a quality. Yeah. And okay. the, the quality, in, it, it, you should, when you look at a diamond, you should be, look at it like you're looking at a glass of water. If you feel that you can drink that glass of water and you're thirsty enough, you're going to drink that water. If it's got stuff in it, you may not want to drink the water. Yeah. It looks like it's been stirred with a mayonnaise spoon. Stay away. <laughs> um, same goes with the diamond. So looking at the quality of the diamond, it's all about what that quality is and what the process was to get it to market. So in general, um, if you're looking carrot for carrot and all of the attributes being equal, it's about 
uh, 25 to 30% less in price. Okay. Um, we don't go in asking for a lab-grown diamond and they want a discount because it took at least with our store, uh, with our company, uh, we have priced them uh, very, very competitively. Uh, how how the sales been? Amazing, on okay. And I have uh, we have. Do you that. ever switch people from the old school diamond to the lab diamond? Never. Do they come in knowing they want that lab grown diamond? Sometimes. So it's it's a fine line. Um, we are allowed to call it a diamond. Um, but as Reed's Jewelers, we choose to make sure that our clients have our, our full exposure. I have my natural diamonds and my processes with our sales and our natural diamonds. And then we have our laboratory grown diamonds and our processes with that. We identify to our customers uh, both very clearly what we're looking at and how we're looking at them. Okay. Um, we, the last thing you want to do when you're looking at that process is to have somebody that's confused. Yeah. Like the look that we had on our face when we first started talking Could about it. Very well be. Yeah. <laughs> so does anyone like, are they, is anyone like turned off initially when you say lab grown and try to explain it to them? Do they think it's lesser quality? The first lab grown diamond that I sold, I sold to the new um, um, facility manager, general manager of a Toyota plant in Mississippi. Okay. And she walked in and I showed her these diamonds, I showed her these diamonds, explained the two differences. She said, stop right there. She said that uh, I've just converted the entire plant over to green, uh, uh, a green fully green facility. I know, so, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And she said, you Smart can stop maker. with everything. But I've had clients come in and say, absolutely not. I've, I've had a client that, uh, that wanted more than what the budget could handle in a natural diamond, and she was able to manage the budget within a, a uh, laboratory. That's diamond. a great alternative. It is. If, it is. If they want, because no one's going to. It's still tested as a diamond. Outside, it does. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to know. Uh, they, only, only a jeweler, and, and we when we look at it, we look at it at forty times magnification or ten times magnification, yeah. and we're able to identify the differences. But each diamond is uh, is laser engraved. It, it says it right on the side of the diamond exactly what it is. It's just so, amazing. So, yeah. Full disclosure is very important. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, and plus you'll get that return business too, because if you not up front and they find out in their mind they're gonna think he didn't tell us. Hey Jimmy Jack. Yeah. 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 Never, never that's awesome. No. It's well, a, good. It's all all about the the honesty of it. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, I tell you what, it's been great having you today because we can still talk longer but I know, I that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I, you know there are so many different aspects of this that you could oh absolutely we can talk so many all... different rabbit holes here and but i do and that's what we do every day that's true, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and but i do appreciate you being on and talking with us today and you know make sure you go to reed's jewelers and pier park and they have a great team that can assist you with anything you need so Russ, if you will, just look at the camera up to the top and then tell them where you're located and anything you want to say about your company. And okay, well, we're Reed's Jewelers. We're at uh, Pier Park, uh, 15601 Suite 110 Starfish Street, Panama City. The easiest way to get there is to understand that we're right in between Target and Dillard's across That's the street from Victoria's <laughs> Secret. <laughs> Key markers. There. That's right. That's right. But... Uh, uh, we'll treat everybody absolutely amazingly when they walk in. Shannon, anything before No, we go? I know where I'm sending Steve, but not for the watch. For me. Yeah. <laughs> He's already been there. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Lux Life Discovered, and we will see you soon. 
check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.